We may be degenerates, but we're also dedicated. No matter where we are, no matter what the weather conditions, you're going to get guaranteed winners on the gambling edition of Sixth Year Seniors. And now, from a smoky sports bar off the Las Vegas Strip, after the final tickets have been cashed out for the evening, counting their money, or what's left of it, it's Alan Capps and Mike Watson, the Sixth Year Seniors! So usually this is where I say, hey Mikey, how you doing? But, as Mikey will explain to you in a few minutes, he's off in the far reaches of the Southeast United States on work assignments. And therefore, we're having to patch this thing together with scotch tape and super glue. So before we get to Mikey's picks, I just want to tell you what happened last week. I was 8-8. Eight and eight. Mikey was 5-4. and four. Yes, we did lose the mortgage play. USC getting backdoored by Colorado. But hey, that's okay. We're still rolling. We might have a few more to go here. We'll find out as Mikey gives us his plays, and then I'll give you mine, and we'll wrap all this up and talk to you all again on Monday. So this is where I patch in Mikey's part of the podcast. Mikey, what you got for us today? All right. Mikey is here in 60 Year Seniors East, I guess. We're piecing the show together. I'm in Tampa, Florida right now. I just got back from a cigar bar. It's like 1.30 in the freaking morning. I'm sorry. Let me get this right. 1.45 in the morning. But, you know, I am dedicated to the cause. 60 Year Seniors will go on. We are going to make this happen. And I've got some plays this week. We're going to make some plays. We're going to make some money. And the best producer in the business, Alan Caps, is going to put all of this together to make it sound like one fluid, wonderful recording. I've got three, six, nine, twelve plays this week. We're going to see if we can make some money, make some plays. Went five and four last week. We're on our way back. We're coming to the promised land, all right? We're into October. College football's fired up. I'm fired up. I don't care how late it is. It doesn't matter. I'm making the plays, and we're making some money this week, and we're going to start on the early slate. Oh, my God. What in the world? We've got Wednesday games this week. Like we talked about on Monday, we've got Tuesday games next week. It's absolutely ridiculous. But I am starting with Liberty and Sam Houston State. You know what? Maybe Sam Houston's offense only looked so bad because they were playing the big boys, they looked really good against Jacksonville State, even though Jack State came back, won the game, and covered in overtime. I do think there are some points to be had. 45 and a half, a little low here. It's Liberty, Sam Houston State, over 45 and a half. I'm rolling with Sam Houston. They, they have made me a believer now, over 45 and a half. Going to the Friday card. Big 12 action in Stillwater, Oklahoma, Kansas State, Oklahoma State. I'm still not sold on this Oklahoma State quarterback situation. Kansas State, on the other hand, has to go on the road here. I'm looking at the total here, 54.5. I don't know where the points quite come from in this. I think Oklahoma State can get some stops. I think Kansas State can get some turnovers. I think 54.5 is a little too much here. I'm going under 54.5 for Kansas State, Oklahoma State on Friday night. Moving to the Saturday card and one of our longtime standbys. Big Ten action, 
Rutgers, baby. Rutgers on the road at Wisconsin. Total is 44 and a half. We've talked about Rutgers this year. They are not a horrible football team. They know who they are. They know how to stay competitive in games, and the way to stay competitive is to slow the game down. Wisconsin has no problem doing that. The total is 44.5. I'm going to go under 44.5. This game is first to 17 wins, low scoring, grinded out affair. Rutgers, Wisconsin, under 44.5. One of the bigger games on the card, and it's a, it's a sneaky good slate this week, but SEC action, early kickoff, and the early kick is the key here, I think. Missouri hosting LSU, and they are getting six and a half. Would I like it to be seven? Absolutely. But I don't need it to be seven if I think if I think Missouri actually has a chance to win the game, which I really think they do. LSU is going to bounce back; they're going to be fine, but they're in for a dogfight against a sneaky decent Missouri team who is going to be fired up at home with the early kick. If it was later in the day, it's a total stay away. But the early kick, LSU is going to have to struggle to get their energy level up. Missouri is going to be ready to go on all cylinders. Right out of the gate, this game comes down to a field goal, Missouri plus six and a half. Game of the day at the State Fair. And I I hinted around Monday that I wasn't going to take a play on this game. I, I can never get a good feel on the side on this game. Every time I pick Oklahoma, Texas covers. Every time I pick Texas, Oklahoma covers. So I decided, you know what? Let's play the total here. I think there's a lot of points to be had. The weather's going to be really good. It's going to be a really fast track at the State Fair, at the Cotton Bowl. 16 and a half, you know what? I think it's going to take 35 points to win this game. I think the offenses are going to have to be fired up. I think there's a lot of points to be had here. I'm going to go over 60 and a half in the Red River shootout. Entertaining as hell game, and we'll see who wins. I have no idea which side to go with here, but I do know there'll be a lot of points. Over 60 and a half in the Red River shootout. Virginia Tech on the road this week. Coming off of, hey, they got a win in the ACC play. They beat hapless Pittsburgh, but hey, it's Pittsburgh. You got to go on the road now. Florida State coming off a week off. It's, you know, what are we doing here? Florida State is going to be fired up. Ready to just go out and get some reps on a, on a bunch of jabronis, all this stuff. Florida State's at home opportunity to put some style points up on the board, run it up on a on a bad football team. And I know it's just Virginia Tech. Hey, style points matter. I'm going to lay the big number here and lay 24 points with Florida State hosting a bad Virginia Tech team. One of our other favorite teams to talk about here. We talk about them every week. And, Alan, I know you've probably got something on this game, too. Iowa, my God, what a shit show. This team continues to be on a week-in, week-out basis. How low can you make the total before I think about not taking Iowa? The defense, we know what we got with the Iowa defense. They may even get a defensive touchdown, but it won't matter because the offense is garbage. Purdue, limited as they are, this is a garbage game. Put the women and children to bed, all that stuff. 
under 38 and a half, Purdue and Iowa. It's going to be a shit show. Please, for the love of God, stay away from this game. Moving on in the card, Big 12 action. And we saw what happened in Orlando last week. Central Florida blew the huge lead to Baylor, lost the game outright. I don't know how the Knights recover from this. Kansas, they've got to go to Lawrence. There's no easy way to get to Lawrence. It's a pain in the ass to play. It's, it's just, what is it? I love Kansas in this spot here. Only laying two and a half. I know they got their asses kicked by Texas last week, but Texas is on a whole nother level um, than UCF. I think Kansas has a good opportunity here to bounce back at home and get the win convincingly over Central Florida. Jayhawks win this by double digits. Lay the points minus two and a half. Big Ten action. It's the it's the primetime game. We're just going to call it this. We hinted around at this game earlier this week. Michigan on the road at Minnesota on NBC. Michigan's been a machine this year. They have they have really played anybody, but they haven't had Harbaugh. Harbaugh's back. They've got an opportunity here to just get a win on the road in conference. Minnesota, if you haven't looked around, they're not good at all. The line here, or the total, I should say, 45 and a half. I know Michigan burned me last week. I had the under last week, and they screwed me. I think Minnesota will give them a little more defensive push than they got last week. But Minnesota's not going to score any points. So I'm I'm betting, is Michigan's going to score more than 45 points? No, I don't think so. So I'm going under 45.5 on the Michigan-Minnesota NBC tilt Saturday night. Continuing down the card here, my God, ACC action. We saw what happened last week to Georgia Tech. They got embarrassed at home by Bowling Green, they were a 20-something point favorite and lost to Bowling Green. Are you kidding me? Now they got to go on the road to Miami. But here's the catch. Miami looking ahead to a big-time, high-stakes game next week on the road in Chapel Hill against North Carolina. They do not give a damn about Georgia Tech right here. Georgia Tech is scrappy enough to keep this Ugly and cloche-ish. It's not like Georgia Tech's going to win this game. But I don't see Miami putting the screws to them to really run it up here. I think Georgia Tech hangs around, makes this a 14 to 17 point game, which means 21 points. Way too many. Take the points. Take the Jackets plus 21. Homer play here. My money went to the school. I'm going to stay with Boise State. Coming back home after a heartbreaking loss at Memphis. One thing we've seen over the last few years, Boise State can take care of business in conference, whether it's home or on the road. I'm going to lay the points here with Boise. I think they bounce back. Uh, I think they've got something going here with the backup quarterback. There's a weird situation, but I think um, I think they've got something uh, going with the offense. I think they get out to an early lead, cruise to a comfortable win over San Jose State. I'm going to lay the points with Boise State minus nine and a half hosting San Jose State. In my last play on the card, staying in the Mountain West, big time game on the main network. My God, Fox putting Fresno State's trip to Laramie on Fox Prime. This is a big time game. Fresno on the road. They are laying five and a half at Wyoming. 
We have seen what Wyoming's capable of already this season. They took Texas deep into the fourth quarter in Austin. They have beaten Texas Tech at home. They are not afraid of the big moment here. And I know I've been high on Fresno State this year, but I think this is the week that they can be got. I'm not confident enough to go money line on this. But I think Wyoming keeps this to a three- or four-point game, final possession, field goal or touchdown to win or lose the game. I'm going to take the points here because Wyoming's going to be fired up. they got something special going there in Laramie. I'm going to take the points, plus five-and-a-half, Wyoming over Fresno State. That's it. That's the list. Well, there's a dozen plays from a rather subdued late-night Mikey Watson. Got to give the guy credit. After being out all night, he's still giving you guaranteed winners. From that, we do have two mortgage plays that I will get to. We're also on opposite sides of another game, and I am betting the same game that he has given you, but going on the sides where he's on the totals. So we'll get to those. I have 16 plays in total. I'm starting out on Thursday as well. I have the other Conference USA game. I'm going Western Kentucky and Louisiana Tech under 60. Western Kentucky has not been what we have expected this year. Their offense just is not clicking. Louisiana Tech, I think, played its best game of the year last week in winning on the road for the first time in 16 games. They're at home now, a little bit of confidence that'll probably show up more on the defensive side. I think this is going to be a slugfest. The total is 60. I don't think we're going to get anywhere near that. I'm playing Western Kentucky, Louisiana Tech, under 60. Then I'm going to go to Friday's game. Mikey has the under on Kansas State, Oklahoma State at 54.5. I'm taking Oklahoma State plus 11.5 against Kansas State. I like young teams that are having issues coming off of a bye because this gives them time to reorganize themselves, adjust, and come out with a new game plan. And that's what's happening with Oklahoma State. Not sure they're going to win this game against Kansas State, but 11.5 is a juicy number, and I think they can stay within single digits and play competitively with a new look. Then we go to Saturday. First game on my list is Toledo traveling to Massachusetts. This is an odd setup for Toledo, where they're coming off of a conference game, a big win over Northern Illinois. Now they're having to go and play a non-conference game against Massachusetts before picking up the conference schedule once again. To me, Toledo has no reason to care about this game against Massachusetts. It's a big spread. I think Toledo just wants to get in and out with a victory, maybe play some of their second stringers who haven't had a lot of action yet this year. Here's their chance. Massachusetts plus 18. I say the Minutemen stick around for most of the game. Next, I go to the SEC, one of the big games of the week in that conference. Kentucky and Georgia, total is 48. I'm playing over this total. I'm not saying this is going to be a shootout, but 48 seems awfully low. 
Kentucky has a decent offense. They should be able to put up at least 20 against Georgia. Maybe Georgia has finally figured out that Bowers can play a little bit of tight end there, and they use him more in this offense. I hate. Auburn put up 20 against Georgia. They went to 47, and Kentucky is a much better team than Auburn. Over 48 is the play in this game. Next, I'm sticking with my Temple Owls. This line was 13.5 the other day. It's now moved up to 14.5, and that's where I'll play it. They're at home hosting Texas San Antonio, San Antonio coming off a bye, it wouldn't surprise me if Frank Harris is back now. That's a little concerning to me. But I I just have a feeling that at home, Temple is going to be able to stay within two touchdowns. The back door is wide open in this game. Temple Owls plus 14.5. Back to the MAC, Kent State and Ohio. Total is 45. I've been playing Kent State unders consistently and successfully. So far this year, I'm going to do it again. Kent State's offense is awful. Ohio is just going to want to get in and out again without getting their key players hurt. Under 45 is the play here. My next two games are in the Big 12. I'm also on the Red River shootout. I'm taking Oklahoma plus six and a half against Texas. That's a juicy number for what should be a very close game. I think it comes down to a field goal at the very end. Yes, the favorite has won last three games in a row, but before that, the underdog has had a string of wins against the spread in this series. So if you want, take Oklahoma plus six and a half on my card and Oklahoma, Texas over 60 and a half on Mikey's card and put together a really nice parlay. Guaranteed parlays. My second game in the Big 12 is Iowa State plus six and a half against TCU. I just don't trust TCU. I don't think they're that good. I think Colorado's victory over them is paling in comparison as the season goes along. Iowa State is another team that I think is getting progressively better as the season goes on. Here's a nice spot. I know I'm on the wrong side of the number. And actually, this is the second of three games where I'm on the wrong side of a touchdown. But I don't think it's going to matter. Iowa State stays close, plus 6.5 against TCU. Now we get to the first of the two mortgage plays. Probably comes as no surprise that I also am on the Rutgers-Wisconsin under 44.5. Rutgers impressed me early in the season with their running game. I think it was that Northwestern game where they had two drives of 16 plays each, and just constantly milk the clock. They've been doing that all year. I don't see why they can't do it against Wisconsin. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me if Rutgers wins this game. The entire Big Ten West is so putrid. There's probably four teams, maybe five, in the Big Ten East that can beat whoever the champ will eventually be. Of course, there's also a lot of teams outside the Big Ten that are claiming the Big Ten West Championship, Washington State. uh, I think Louisiana (laughs) took a shot at it. Nonetheless, Wisconsin, not that great. We're finding out the former SMU quarterback, Tanner Mordecai, is just a system quarterback. 
He doesn't have a very strong arm. He can dink and dunk real well when he has good receivers and a good offensive line. Wisconsin doesn't have good receivers, and they don't have an offensive line that can pass protect. Rutgers, Wisconsin, under 44 and a half, should be an ugly game, first to 20 wins. Next, we're on opposite sides of the Purdue-Iowa total, which should also come as no shock. Mikey, on the under, I'm on the over. Iowa will eventually be able to score against Purdue, and Purdue is probably the best offense that Iowa has seen this year. It wouldn't surprise me if Purdue can get 20 on Iowa. Iowa somehow will win this game because that's what the Hawkeyes do. In fact, I am so confident this game is going over. Mike saw the line at 38 and a half. Heck, I'll even give him 39, and I'll take 39 as well for the over. The next mortgage play is Wyoming against Fresno. And actually, that line has moved to six and a half. And I'll give Mikey that extra point. The Cowboys are a tough team, and especially up in Laramie. If Fresno is as good as Mikey says, and I haven't been sure of that, this is still going to be a very tough game. Probably the best, one of the best games of the night with a 5 p.m. Vegas time start. Uh, it's as good as your late night get back will get. We're both on Wyoming plus six and a half against Fresno. Next game on the betting card for me, Arizona State and Colorado. This line has dropped from five and a half down to three and a half with Colorado still the favorite. Don't understand why. This time I'm on the right side of a number. Arizona State plus three and a half. Colorado coming off of Oregon and USC is bound to bounce. This is a team that is just primed and, sorry, pun not intended, primed and capable of bouncing off of two big games. They cannot keep the emotion up. And against Arizona State, they should have no reason to have emotion. Wouldn't surprise me at all if Arizona State can win this game straight up, but I'll take plus three and a half on the Sun Devils. Mikey mentioned that Central Florida-Baylor game and how it's going to be tough for Central Florida to come back off the loss. I also think that Baylor is going to have a hard time coming off the victory. They're having to play Texas Tech. Texas Tech is only a one-point favorite. I'm going to grab me a lot of the Red Raiders. They should win this game pretty easily against a tired, tired Baylor Bear team. Three more plays to go. Heading to the Sun Belt, playing against Mikey's alma mater, Troy. I like Jalen Rayner the new quarterback for Arkansas State. 16 and a half points is a bundle. I think he has backdoor coverability. Arkansas State, let's see how good they are. Plus 16 and a half against Troy. In the big game of the day in the SEC, Texas A&M down to a two and a half point favorite against Alabama. I think the Aggies can win this game. Alabama's defense cannot keep them in it for 60 minutes. Mississippi State, we're learning, is not a good football team. That Alabama offense is not that good. Texas A&M will be able to figure it out. Max Johnson, as a backup quarterback, is not your typical backup quarterback. He has experience starting in big games. 
Plus, A&M in the last few years has had Alabama's number. Let's make it one more. Texas A&M plus two and a half. And hey, sprinkle in a little money line as well. Finally, South Florida at UAB. Total, 68 and a half. Take the over on this one. It should be another shootout. UAB's defense is horrible. South Florida's offense is on track. South Florida's defense, nothing to write home about either. UAB should be able to get 21, maybe 24 points off of that, and that'll be enough to get over 68 and a half. And finally, if you want to do a little money line parlay, take Louisville, who's playing Notre Dame at home. They're a six-point dog, and that's why I'm not taking them on the spread, but I'll take it straight up money line on a on a hunch. Take Louisville plus 220, Oklahoma plus 210, and Texas A&M plus 110. That is about 20 to 1 if all three of those come in as winners. You can thank us later for that money line parlay, Louisville, Oklahoma, Texas A&M. And with that, that's all we got. Two mortgage plays, Rutgers, Wisconsin, under 44 and a half, Wyoming, plus six and a half against Fresno. We're on opposite sides of the Purdue, Iowa total. Mikey's got the under. I have the over. We'll see who wins out there. Watch. It'll probably come in right at 39. We're going to come back on Monday. Talk about the big A&M Bama game. Talk about the big Kentucky-Georgia game. Talk about the Oklahoma-Texas Red River shootout. And who knows what else will come up. With that, I'll let Mikey send you home. For the best producer in the business, Alan Caps, I'm Mikey Watson. We will be back Monday in some shape or form to talk about week six of college football. It's been fantastic. The seed, God, anything can happen this season. It's going to be wild. And we're going to break down week six and everything that fell out. And God knows what else right here on Six Year Seniors.